Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 100 of 40K Radio. I'm your host, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is Amy. Hello. And JF. Yo, 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 as they said back in the, I'm going to say 80s. <laughs> Accurate. And today we're going to talk about 10th edition. Um, most of us have gotten to play at least a game, and we're also going to talk about the latest news from GW. But as always, we like to start with hobby stuff, and we'll start with our featured community painter, JF. <laughs> Well, I'm kind of a big deal now because, <laughs> like, two images of malls I painted ended up as a misspelled mention on the community. <laughs> uh, I always misspell your name on the community. Like, every time so, you make it, isn't so it? It's so good. It's so huh. good. They're, they're right next to France. Uh, <laughs> I have been doing a few things, The and they're all kind of related, so... I've been playing a lot of, not a lot, I've been playing a, a little bit of 10th edition, as much as I can, just like opponents. We're all adults working full-time jobs, so it's hard to, to find uh, opponents all the time. Uh, but I did play a couple of games with my against my brother, and uh, the, the latest one, he was, he was co- not complaining, but he was mentioning how the Tyrann effects was, oof, what a beast. And yeah, definitely, like it is, it is a beast, but... Then I painted a screamer killer, and I he already didn't wasn't too fond of my sack psychophage, especially since he wanted to play his gray knights. But in secret, I painted a Tyrann effects, and that was my big project, like finishing my screamer killer, advancing on my other stuff. But the moment like he 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 showed fear at the the Tyrann effects, is ah I'm gonna paint one and bring it, and he'll be like oh that came out of nowhere. It'll be a great surprise. It'll be fun. So I did that. I put all that energy into it, and I showed up at the game, and he just looked at the psychophage and says, okay, there's only one. That's fine. That's cool. And it's right next to the Tyrannos effects, and he just didn't even notice it. <laughs> um, so that was great. That was fun. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I've, I've been mainly just pumping on uh, on Tyrannos. It's, it's been a while since I've been able to consistently paint the same army for that amount of time without even getting slightly bored with it. I'm going through my backlog. I'm playing games with them. And so far, 10th edition is a lot of fun. Ugh, it pains me to say it. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay for it's it okay to be to good. Fun, yeah. No, I'm, I'm happy it's good. It's just like after after the stink I put about them <laughs> doing this 10th edition, it, it feels wrong. How about you, Amy? Have you've been moving? So apart from I've cataloging with you, literally, own. literally no hobby. I've been doing a lot of hobby planning and a lot of hobby wishing. Like I wish that all of my stuff was put away and where it needed to be, so that I could do hobbying. I'm watching my countdown to Adepticon slip away, and that's not great. Uh, so I will have to I will have to hurry up here and get get back into things. I've been doing a lot of hobby planning, right? The so like, man, when I get a chance, I'm I'm gonna do things. Uh, and one of the announcements that came at the not 40k preview, which we'll talk about, I'm sure. Um, I went from I I don't really care about this at all to 
Well, here's exactly how I would paint it. So it, that's where I'm at. I'm doing a lot of theoretical hobbying, which is not as fun as actual hobbying <laughs> by any stretch. Uh, how about you, Matt? So I went on the Geek Nation Tours, Miniatures in Nottingham Tour, which was a lot of fun. Um, got to go to Warhammer World and check that out. Ate at Bugman's, which was a, it was okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, what? I enjoyed Bugman's. Yeah, but f- four meals for two days is uh, was a little much. Yeah. But it was good. It wasn't bad. Uh, but, I mean, Warhammer World's amazing, of course. Um, and the exhibit, which it was actually kind of interesting because they were putting up the Leviathan display. So the entire 40K section, um, except for the massive, you know, two-story diorama they have, um, really the army, I guess it's really the armies of the Imperium section was closed when we were there on Wednesday and Thursday. So I went with a couple folks, went back Friday morning because we weren't doing anything until the afternoon that day when they had opened up the exhibit, that section back up. And um, they we could hear them, like, constructing the display until it opened at, at noon when they opened the section back up. Because um, if you've ever been there, right, there's a display, but it has, um, you know, thick plastic around it. And one of the people that was working on it was telling us how, you know, the floors in that building aren't even, so... When they went to install it, it wasn't up against the wall, and you could put your hand behind it. So it was a whole big, big thing. But um, the Leviathan display is amazing. I put all the pictures I took up on our Facebook page, which, of course, does not do it justice. But um, the the museum is fantastic. Lots of really neat displays. Um, less classic stuff than I thought they would have. They have one... One section of an old Warhammer diorama from, you know, I guess the old world. Um, and then a very small section with, you know, here's some of our first miniatures and, and old stuff. But um, not as much classic stuff as I thought there would be. But everything that was there, the displays are great. You can definitely tell which models were from box pictures because they're like... Like, if you look at the Sam Hain army they have in the case, some are highlighted, the red, like, all the way up to yellow, like, on the box, and some stop, like, five steps before that. So, <laughs> hmm. you can say, oh, yep, that was the box, that was the box. But, it was great. I, uh, if you have, if anybody has a chance to go, you should go, and... I'm actually dropping in in a couple of months. Excellent. I have been, for years, planning to go to, uh, to... Ireland for some research and I finally get the opportunity and on the way there I'm going to stop a couple a few days in Nottingham actually see Nottingham which I didn't have a chance to do last time I was in those parts but also hang out at, uh, at a Warhammer world and gawk at things because the museum the, 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 the museum was closed last time I went I didn't see a damn thing like they had one display out like on the main floor but that was it hmm. But back then, we were allowed to climb on the rhino, so. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> nope, they don't like that anymore. No, I don't know what happened, but. Whoever, on, or on maybe the trip... we weren't allowed and just the sign wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, probably, that's so. probably what it was. Um, yeah, the music, you'll really, I mean, there's, 
but dioramas are, are massive and there's always something every time I look at it there's something new to new to see so um they're really impressive and uh, I was there when when 40k launched I didn't bring an army with me cuz that was going to be too much but I did play Epic and Titanicus at Warhammer Worlds which was a lot of fun and when we were playing Epic there was quite a few people from the design studio who stopped by and were like watching and turns out, <laughs> which we'll talk about later, because that's kind of coming back. Um, mm-hmm. But I did get to play, I've played a few games of 10th edition so far. Um, unfortunately, like I said, since I missed, since I was back in, in the States and ready to go about a week after the release, everybody in my community was like, well, we're done with Combat Patrol, we're just playing 2,000 points. So I've played three 2,000 <laughs> point games so far. Nice. Um, but it's been, I've played two with Death Watch and one with Harlequins. And as far as hobby stuff goes, mainly it's been uh, trying to put stuff together because it turns out when you take two weeks off from, from work, you don't really get to set aside the time, it's time to paint. So <laughs> um, I've been trying to assemble some models to have the models you need for armies so I don't have to keep proxying stuff because it turns out models models get a little cheaper. So Yeah, I, I have this disease where I don't, I can't, play with my models if they're not painted and that's a problem it's it does serve problem have, but... I, I mean it is because I don't get to experiment and every time I bring a new model and this this is becoming <laughs> almost an issue but every time I bring a new model to a game where I'm playing say against my friends or even my brother it's like yeah that new model has got to go before you enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> and like my brother is chiller about it like he's, he's not he's not a jerk about it uh but i have one of my friends uh my friend sam who absolutely does it just because he knows how much it annoys me that's funny um that's always that yeah new models always die first right the newly painted guys that's yeah, i think that's the, uh, that's every fresh model every opponent in a in a you know in you in everybody's local groups is kind of like yep Yep, they gotta go first. Sorry. But, speaking Sorry. of 10th edition, now that we've gotten a chance to play a little bit, um, what do you think about it? What have you, you know, been hearing about it from, from people? Have people seem, I mean, my community seems to be enjoying it. Um, no, no huge complaints. Um, there were some people who, of course bought three Wraith Knights, now they can't take three Wraith Knights, so that's your own problem. But Yeah, um, I mean, there's obviously been a lot of complaining about some of the broken stuff that they saw on the internet. Like, before anyone was playing anything, they were already sort of crying about uh, the Aldars. Yeah. And Games Workshop fixed it, so now did I guess they're going to move on to the next thing that needs to be cried about. <laughs> but otherwise, I mean, the, the the few times I've gone to the local shop, people were playing the game and seemed to be enjoying it. Um, I I sure as hell am enjoying it. Although I have to confess, like, I need to wrap my head around the dynamics of how the objectives function a little bit more. Because I spent yeah. my entire last game whining like an absolute baby about how I was losing. Meanwhile, I just... I wanted the end, um, <laughs> like because I went for an objective that you know, couldn't be 
can be contested at the very last moment. And yeah, that was embarrassing. And I feel like an absolute jerk about it, but I need, I need to better understand when I am winning and why and I I'm losing so I can adjust my gameplay appropriately instead of just <laughs> throwing a fit. <laughs> Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's interesting this edition because everybody's data sheet has rules, uh, like special rules on them. And my first game was Death Watch against Tyranids, which is, you know, should be a really good matchup. But when you forget the rules that are on all your guys' data sheets, um, turns out you have a really, really tough time. <laughs> How that happened to you? How weird. That would never happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I... I um, you know, Death Watch have have oath a moment just like other space streams, but then they have their own special rule, oh, and I totally forget that yeah. the entire those the entire game. And like I said, like their data sheets, you know, different kill teams get plus one if you're over half strength. Forget that. Other kill teams get minus uh, plus one data if you're under half strength. Forget that. Right. So it was just it was a debacle. Yeah, but forgetting rules is like an important part of the. Oh game. yeah, because because my second game with Death Watch, I did not forget any rules, and it went way better. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were just playing combat patrol rules. Yeah, yeah. You were just working up to it. It's fine. Yeah, I was playing it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also one of those things, like, and I go back to that. One of the biggest problems I've always had playing 40K, and I had it a little less in ninth edition, which is kind of why I was a, a bit bummed that we were already moving to a, a ninth edition, a tenth edition, is that. If you don't play the game enough, of course you're not gonna learn the rules. And I've, I mean, I'm on. I've played two games. Like, I'm, my next one's gonna be my third game. So of course I'm still forgetting rules. However, it getting the hang of it doesn't feel quite as unattainable as yeah. late game tenth edition felt. Late game eighth edition. Uh, ninth edition. Ninth edition. Yeah. So. And and this brings me to like something that I'm kind of I'm I've never been so scared of seeing codexes come out for an edition. Mm. <laughs> I've always been excited. Oh man, I I can't wait for new codexes. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. But I'm looking at the state of the game right now and the potential it has. And like just as an example, one of the things I was doing when I was preparing for my game, uh, I was just grabbing my binder where I've got all my printed out sheets for my data sheets. And I was basically separating every unit I'm going to be playing, just bringing them to the front of the binder and then putting whatever unit character is leading a unit with that unit. So they're easier to reference and just how pleasant that was as far as a gaming experience. And the idea that I can use the, the battle um, the battle forge in the app, create a list, bring that list, and since everything is pretty much WYSIWYG, at, from that point on, not have to reference the list at all and just ref, you know just rely entirely on my data sheets. All of it makes like it does exactly what I want an edition of 40k to do, and that is remove that boundary of rules that stops me from playing or that slows down the play. Yeah. And I'm I'm terrified that the moment we get a codex, this is all going to go away. This is just going to get become a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, that's a definite definite possibility. 
I really don't want them to do codexes anymore. <laughs> or if they do, like I, I want I want to keep this ease of doing things that we have right now, and I, I'm really scared that we won't. So yeah, that's 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 my take. Because otherwise, hell of a fun game. Yeah, like I said, I think you know everybody's everybody's been enjoying it. And I think that's um you know, that's you're not the only one that's worried about that. People in my local community are talking about the same thing. You know, what's gonna happen when it when codexes come out? How is that gonna how is that gonna change? Is it gonna are you know especially where there's such a long time between codices, are these armies that come out with the codex just gonna be so far and above everybody else? And and that's the thing, like, I, we were talking about Codex Creep at some point, uh, my brother and I, and one of the things is I don't think that there's going to be Codex Creep in the sense that you're going to have, like, the latest Codex is the most powerful one because of some, you know, dumb rule that's been put in. Like, we've seen that a lot. I think the studio is aware of it. They're going to try to avoid it. But the problem is going to become that there's certain detachments that are just going to be better for tournaments because of yeah. the composition they allow and some of the rules just are are better for the type of, of scenarios and missions that you see in tournaments. So those codexes that have those detachments are going to be have a leg up. But more importantly, like when you're going from having one detachment to six detachment in the, your army of choice – that codex creep, I think, is going to be even more frustrating, not just because, oh, one army is more powerful because it's more recent, but more in the sense that all these armies are a lot more fun because they have more variety. And I have to wait an undisclosed amount of years before my favorite army gets that treatment. Yeah. I think that's going to suck. I'm hoping that... Either armies will get new codice, uh, data sh- um, detachments when codices start coming out, just on the app. Or, what would be even better is if armies get codices, uh, detachments on the app, but they're also, it's like, they're like a season thing, right? Kind of like the Grand Tournament books, like... Okay, for this here, everybody, you have access to all these detachments, but they're only good for like a year. And then uh, you switch I don't, them up. I don't know how I feel about that because what if there's a really good detachment and then suddenly, oh, I can't, I can't have it anymore. And by good, I mean just a fun detachment. Yeah, I, li- I like the idea of just how about not giving armies new detachment on a per army basis, but like every six months, everyone gets a new detachment. I feel that would be so much more fun and a lot better for the health of the game. Yeah. I, they get a, I, I mean, it's going to be rough if, if everybody has to wait till codices to get more detachments. So I don't think they'll, yeah. I would hope that at this point they're smart enough to not do that. I have a feeling that for the duration of this edition, that is what we're going to see. And it's only in maybe in the next edition that they're going to go, all right, well, we've learned from that. And so we're going to change it for this edition. Hmm. So, I mean, listen, so far they've surprised me with 10th edition. (laughs) The announcement itself was just addressing a bunch of issues I had. 
Um, I am more than willing to have them do the same thing when the codexes come out and whatever they do with campaigns and whatever else comes out alongside codices, codices, codexes, whatever. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them to like do something that's just gonna surprise me and make me happy. Is that right now, from what we know, it's like, whew, all right, well, we'll see. It, it, it's a compliment to how much I like the current state of mm. the game. Yeah. yeah. That I'm worried that additional content might damage it. Yeah, and I, and I think it's great that, um, I mean, Eldar, their fate dice were were a, a little much, so very quickly they changed it, right? Just even before, shortly after release, you know, that Death Watch stratagem that, because of the way the rules work, you could pump out like 60 mortal wounds a turn. They changed that even, even before it came out, right? Like people that had previously mm-hmm. were like, ah, oh, this is a little much. And they changed that. So at least they're paying attention. Not yeah. just paying attention. They actually just gave us an email that says, Hey, if you notice something else, send yeah, it here. and Tell I us. sent them things. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I forgot to send them, which I should have. And I forgot because that is an obvious mistake is that the bail predator of all the vehicles, of all the predators, is the only one not to have deadly demise. Oh. See, I think because what is it? The end of this month, we're going to see some more typo fixes. That's mm-hmm. that's when we'll probably see stuff like that getting fixed, which oh, is good. Absolutely. Um, and man, I I am praying, hoping beyond hope that they give the character keyword to the freaking war uh, war boss on Death Killer on the on, on the trike. Yeah. Mm. Because I need that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's an interesting addition. You definitely have to get in and play it to really understand how some of the rules interact. Like um, when I played my game versus Tyranids, a psychophage attacked my squad with a librarian in it. So they were a psycho squad. And he casually did like just 12 more wounds, like right out, right off the bat. So... Yeah, but you know who else can do 12 mortal wounds casually? A freaking librarian. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but the psychophage like is Like a 110 okay. point model. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to do that vortex of doom thing. I don't know if that's just the, def, the, the, the green eye terminator. That's just uh, a green eye one. Is it? Oh, horrible. Horrible. Yeah, Broken yeah, yeah. as hell. <laughs> the worst um, thing. But I think, you know, somebody can. You can read the rules, but until you until you get out there and play and see it, you don't quite understand how it works. So, um, a great time to be learning the game, just like everybody else. No, absolutely, you're right. I'm I'm very eager for Adepticon because right now Amy is not saying anything because she hasn't had a chance I, to play, I'm, and I'm I anything. I want to throw down against Amy. I did I did buy the index cards though. Um, for my two armies that yes. I know are not getting codexes anytime soon. Um, and they're really pretty. Yeah. The index cards the, are great. The nice thing is they come in the folder. Yeah. Like the box they come in is just like a legit folder. Like you can just keep them in there forever. Um, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, they're very glossy. I, I kind of want to try. I, cause I had, I had thoughts of like, Oh, you could, you could dry erase on them. 
Like I could laminate them and dry erase on them. I might, you might be able to straight up. I'm going to have to do a test like on a corner because they might be glossy. You should report on that. I will. I will. And here's what I like about these index cards because I'm, I didn't buy any. Uh, I'm fine with just printing stuff, but seeing how quickly they sold out or nearly sold out at my local store, uh, I believe this is a pretty sturdy proof of concept that even if you give people rules, they're still going to go out. They're still going to buy them. Yeah, for sure. Um, I might buy some. I'm going to the store tonight to get some writing done because my store is also a cafe. And I may walk out with some. I don't know. Jury's out. Um, I, I love that they do have the model pictures on there um, because there was a very real incident last Adepticon in which I kept mixing up my two sisters of battle tanks and having the picture of them on there really would have helped me out. You know, it's yeah. fine. Uh, so yeah, no, big fan all around. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about 40k like and playing and not just, you know, having like painting and, and building my little plastic mans. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like it's, it's a, it's a synergy thing because I am one of the reasons I've been into Tyranids so much is because Tyranids is what I've been playing recently. So of course, because Tyranid is what I've been playing recently. Um, I want to, I want to paint as much as possible. Yeah, that's good though. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. Let's keep it going. So hot on the back of 10th edition, they said, well, we're, you know, we understand we've given you a lot of 40K stuff, so now we're going to have the not 40K preview. I believe they straight up called it the not Warhammer preview. Not Warhammer 40,000 preview. Yeah, yeah, preview. Um, I was a big fan, honestly. There was some good stuff in here. Um, That new um, Underworlds. The Plague Rats. The Skaven? I am yes. so excited. So, cool. so excited to paint those. They are, like they were saying in the preview, like they are a painter's dream because there is so much stuff you can do because there's like the the plague sensors and there's smoke and there's the glowing warpstone. There's yeah. a little rat buddy and he's got his little piece of warpstone. And he's, he got a, he's got a snack for later. He's, he's going to crunch it. And you've got fur and decayed metal and rotting cloth. And there's just so much good texture to paint. I'm so excited. And it's, you know, a handful of dudes. So I love that. I'm very excited. I really wish there was like a 40K equivalent Hmm. of this like, you know, three to seven very characterful models that you can just do fun things with. Right. Can you blame me that I wanted that to be what they were going to announce at Adepticon instead of instead of yeah. tradition? Yeah. Yeah. Kill yeah. team is is kind of close, but not close enough, right? Yeah. It's not. It's not exactly the same. Yeah. They're doing cool things with Kill Team. Yes. Probably, yes. and but the cool things they're doing with Kill Team is the cool things they're doing with Warcry. There's no equivalent for 40k of yeah um, of. Underworld. Yeah. Which, speaking of Warcry, Cruel Boys Monster Killers. Mm hmm. <laughs> Eight buddies. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's, um, I can't bring myself to care about Cruel Boys because they're not as cool as 
original flavor orcs. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but, they have some cool models, like the one yeah. on the big vulture. Like, yeah, no, no, that the, one is. Awesome. Oh yeah, that 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 model. Oh, this was another. Stunning. This was another war band with a little guy with a snack. Because mm-hmm. you got the little guy stealing the egg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do like these guys. Like the leader of that war band is a fantastic model. Yeah, it's a very cool model. I am. I'm an. Uh, I'm an orc purist. <laughs> a lot of people are like, "Oh, good news, everybody! New Jakaros." <laughs> <laughs> And we get to take a see the finally some more finished Age of Sigmar models, which apparently are coming sooner than you thought for Age of Sigmar. Yeah, yeah, that was surprising. I think even just today they showed off some uh, some new stuff for that. Because they showed off the army box, right? Is that yeah, what the, it was? The start collecting yeah. or the start whatever col- yeah, yeah, whatever it winds up being. Yeah. I, they sure are humans. I try, like I, I try so hard, but they just sure are people. I mean, they're nice looking people. It's there is that one guy on the horse with the weird Hieronymus Bosch snail. snail unicorn thing by yeah. its foot, and no one was talking about it. And it's all I can think about <laughs> is this stupid snail thing and what is going on. What is this? What, I, I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, the horse is afraid of the snail thing. It looks like it's, it's afraid of backwards. the snail thing. Can you blame it, though? No, it's terrifying. <laughs> I mean, you said yourself, Hieronymus boss shit. I mean, he was painting hell. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> so good. But, but still, my problem, the reason I don't like to play humans is I don't I don't like it when I feel like I'm fielding my neighbors into onto the battlefield. Mm. I'm just not very good at being a human, so like I'm not going <laughs> to do it on the tabletop. Yeah, no, I'm not going to contest on that um, big feel. <laughs> the The models are, are very nice, especially for, you know, if if you call these guys Empire for Warhammer, of course, they, they don't have their puffy pantaloons anymore. Yeah. So a, a much, a definite upgrade from what they were before. <laughs> I feel like uh, what they win in uh, in what they win on the battlefield, they lose in style. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I listen. This, this is humans in wargaming are they're the synchronized swimming of <laughs> of miniature gaming in the sense that I appreciate, understand, and admire the technical acumen and, and and work behind it I, I still it's still not something i'm gonna wake up at three in the morning so i can watch the canadian team participate know what i mean the exception the exception is necromunda because they are all mostly human ish but they're necromunda humans yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't know if you registered it's a thing like fantasy humans and army humans are things I can find everywhere. Like, yeah, Private Ryan versus Tyranids is. <laughs> I'm, I'm making it sound way more exciting than it is to me. And it's the same thing. Like, oh, this is like Lord of the Rings, but not really. It's, I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm, I'm glad people like it. <laughs> but I oh, want yeah. my super weird happy things. for the people that want it. I mean, the the the, the vulture. Well, oh, that's not a human. No. Never mind. 
but the the chance to paint heraldry and stuff like that yeah. is is always oh, cool. I absolutely get it, and and I mean, like I said, like from from a technical standpoint, like I look at some of the design choices and options that they're doing, the way they're building this this kind of design vocabulary for the cities of Sigmar. I'm going, oh man, this is good. Like my my design nerd side is super excited about that. Just not yeah. gonna play it. Yeah, I think the wizard save ad, but the, <laughs> the wizard model is uh, super cool too, right? Because yep. bringing back colleges of magic, and this guy's from a college, the College of Gold, so he's got like a big pot that he's built in golden. But yeah, I, I feel this. I mean, this isn't the iron for me, but I will be impressed to see it on the table. Mm-hmm. More knights going to plastic. The knight Archeron and Castigator. I don't think there was much of a surprise there because once you do one, you just kind of change the arms and you have another knight. Yep. So, mm-hmm. um, and of course, we get to see the Bretonian standard bear. Finally, a Bretonian on a horse. Heck yeah. He's definitely a Bretonian on a horse. Yep, sure is. Very classic look. Yes, which is nice. Um, could have been right out of last edition of uh, Warhammer. Yeah. And of course, their biggest announcement was Legion's Imperialis. So the best part is that right before the preview, yeah. like it was not <laughs> long at all, they put out a teaser because like, like JF and I are chatting and, and we're talking about like what could be. And then I was like, and, and so you were, I forget what it was that you were saying that you thought it was going to be. And then I was like, wait, but did, did you watch the preview? No, I, I, here's the thing. Like, my stance was 90, 95%. What they're going to do is epic. Sure. But I was allowing for the possibility that it was going to be apocalypse. Mm-hmm. That's Except I That's until right. I saw that stupid preview. <laughs> it was great. Was so good. I I just oh, want to so rewatch. Stupid. I just want to rewatch Angels uh, of, of Death or whatever <laughs> the animation on, and just just play with the uh, the pitch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that. Yep. Just listen to the ship mistress with oh, that God. pitch. <laughs> so good. Um. Yeah. So I think you know. This is, of course, their their big announcement. Um, their big little announcement. Yeah, and it was is right because you know we get emails from GW saying, "Hey, you should watch the preview because it's going to be war on a scale that we haven't seen in a long time." So they they enjoy their puns these days. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like even that could still be. Yes, possible. it could be anything. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Just like the giant was the biggest preview ever. Yeah, exactly. Like they're good at being obtuse mm-hmm. yeah which is great um i am personally very excited um because this is one of my favorite scales of gaming i am disappointed it is horus heresy yes uh, i think that was naturally a place to start um, I have little hope that it will expand beyond that. I think it depends on how much money they make from it. Which is the problem. Yeah. Because it, it's the same problem that we had with Aeronautica, which I, I know I've just said a trigger word for JF. 
but I'm not happy. I it's the it's the well, well we can't give you more things because you're not buying enough things, but you're not giving us the things that we want to buy. Aeronautica starting off with the, first of all two boxes in very very distant from one another giving us very few factions to play with to begin with. And then out of the four factions we get with those two boxes, two of them are Imperial. Yeah. Like yeah. one is Navy and one is Imperial Guards. Like, ah, this is, so we basically only have three factions to play with. It's bad decisions. It's not very good, not a very good way of attracting the, the proper audience. Now, I will say this about Legion's Imperialis, because I was sort of like, yeah, you know, Horace Heresy, whatever. Okay, but the thing is, so I do have, I do have a Titan, uh, a, a Titan, um, what are they called? It's not a Legion. What are they called? Titanicus? Oh, Manipul. Uh, no, it's whatever faction it is, but I can't think of the word that I'm, it'll come to me in like 20 minutes. It'll be great. <laughs> um. Oh, a Legio, obviously, because it's so it's Legio Volpa. I've got I've got that. That's great. Um, so then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do a little a little wiki searching and find out if they uh, if they ever allied with any Space Marine legions. Oh, and it turns out they did. The word bearers. OK, oh, yes. so then I saw a lot of people talking on the Internet that were like, yeah, I, I'm going to paint them, but I'm going to paint them all with contrast because that's just going to be, you know, that's just going to be the way to go. And so I said, all right, I, I enjoy painting with contrast. That that works. So let me look up how to paint ward bearers with contrast paint. Oh, uh, at this scale, I will need four whole paints, one of them being a base coat I could spray. So I'm currently back on board. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, these, back um, on board. I'm like, that could be cool. This scale is easy to paint, especially with, with contrast, the troops and, and tanks and whatnot. The tanks are so cute. Like, I, I just, that's <laughs> all I can think of. Every time somebody posts, like, the tiny tanks, like, that they've printed or whatever, um, I will say the solar auxilia tanks, they they scratch that same itch that the, um, um, the, the, the Tempestus Scions do. Right yeah. in the I have no interest in the guard, but I do like those guys. These guys feel kind of like that. That is that is something I can readily understand because Tempestus Scion models look dope. dope, and these guys are kind of like that. And then you know you can just with games like these, it's great because you can grab a casual conversation. Like, yeah, I played a game with thirty lane riders the other day. Or like 30, 30 Lehman Russes the other day. But people will know what you mean. They're immediately going to ask, I oh, epic? But still. Um, I don't know. There was a, there was a, I think they did five. No, it was more than that. I want to say they did either eight or 10,000 points a piece at my store one day. <laughs> like they pushed like all the tables together. They showed up, like they asked if I would come in early for them. And I did. And that was just like. By the end of my eight-hour shift, they're on, like, turn two. It was great. <laughs> it was great. That's, that's one of the problems that uh, a lot of people playing at least classic Apocalypse had is that Apocalypse turns were, like, in the rule so, book says they're supposed to be timed. Right. And no one does no that. No one did. And that's <laughs> why games of Apocalypse were always a, a freaking nightmare. Yeah. 
Um, so the you can use your titans in this. They they will have different, as you can see from the preview picture, thinner bases if you want to use those, but you don't have to. Um, and you can use your Space Marine and some Imperial-themed aeronautical stuff in this. Um, and the rest of it is going away. Yeah, so there were a few things I didn't have. Um, like, for oh, example... Oh, did you, did you also? Because we did. We yeah, also did. did. <laughs> so I, let me tell you. I had given away all of my orcs to my brother so we could play because he's a slow painter. And I have immediately just ordered one of each. <laughs> yeah, so I was able to get um, the Grot bombers off Amazon, and I didn't think I had heavy bombers, so I so I picked those up too. But while I was at Warhammer World, I held in my hands a Grot mega bomber, uh, the Orc mega bomber, and I was like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'll, I'll just get that. Like, I don't need to spend it here now. I can wait a couple months and get that later. <laughs> And now, guess what? I can't get anymore. No. No. I thought you were gonna say you got it, and I was gonna be jealous, but that's the nope. opposite. I'm sad for you. And I also didn't get any Eldar vampire. I don't have a same. Vampire. I wanted to order one, and so they went I out have, of stock. I have. So that was the the Eldar. I have a bunch of stuff, and I did get one of each of those Forge World ones. So what I did was I got another box of Doom so now I also have Necrons. Yeah, I don't have any Necrons at all either. Love the Necrons. Very exciting. Um, I would cling to them. It was Which, very tempting for me to get some Necrons, but I did not. Because I was already spending I, a lot on yeah. them. <laughs> but when it comes to Necrons, I mean, I'm sure if I really wanted to, somebody has 3D prints out there. Oh, absolutely. And Lord knows I have more than enough bases to, you know, there's, yeah. so, but I was yeah, kind of, yeah, just... I was, I was surprised. I was disappointed with the right first off the, Hey, this is all this stuff's going to go away. And it's not like, Oh, it's going to go away in three months. It's like, well, what we have left is what we have left. Yeah. I'm and of just course, because the way, not... sorry, because of the way the website works, depending on what country you're in. Depends on whether you can get stuff or not. Yeah. Because if I lived in in Poland, I could get all the Mega Bombers and and Vampire Raiders I wanted to. But I don't live in Poland. Do we have a friend? Maybe we have somebody. Maybe we could find someone. Listeners, if you're in Poland. I am not above international smuggling rings. (laughs) We are. We have so many. (laughs) What's what's one more, right? What's one more? I'm I'm just still... Here's the thing. Like This seems very cool... But I am worried about it because they're doing the same thing they did with Titanicus, where it's we're going to be playing Space Marines against Space Marines, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think you know the difference with this, at least from my point of view, is right that they said during the preview, like anything that you have in Horus Heresy will. Theoretically, at some point, you could play it in in uh, Legions of Imperial. So all your different chapter specialist squads, all the different tanks, and we are also getting a mystery army preview in yeah. at the end of the year for 
Horace Heresy. I mean, who knows? I don't know what it, what it is, but I would imagine they'll also be like, oh, and here's a preview of the Legions of Imperialis models for it, too. I mean, I guess, but it's, again, something that's in a very small closed box. I, look yeah. at it this way. like Compare the first year of Horace Heresy release to what we have to look forward to this year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a box that you hit the edges very quickly. Meanwhile, it's super unfortunate because if you think if you think epic, what's the next word that automatically should come up? Armageddon. Right. Mm. An epic Armageddon is sure all the space marines you want, all the imperial guards you want. All that stuff still there, still cool. Bunch of, you know, bunch of titans. It's the same thing, but on top of it, you get orcs and you get Eldar, and just that, just that gives it three times as much variety and fun to be had. Yeah, the box is bigger. You hit the walls later, and I don't know. This because they're saying this is Horus Heresy. They have to completely rebrand or give it a different approach if they want to expand that box. Yeah, I don't see them doing that with uh, Age of Darkness. We're not going to get Crusade armies going up against 30k orcs or Eldars, and I don't see them doing that with with, with this version of Epic. I mean, I, I think I think they could, only because I mean, GW right now. You know, they they let us know more, but it's not like, you know, what's the... Fr- we knew about 10th edition two and a half months before it came out, right? So unless it's a big army, like, you know, this comes out in August, right? So a month before it, before it comes out. Unless it's a big army that they're redoing, like they did, and that was really only with Sisters and Cities of Sigmar, you know, they could say we're never going to do something, but then a year later... You know, to them, that's a lifetime. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I would I would hope, just like with the Aaron... Because, I mean, the other reason that the Aeronautica stuff is hard to get now, even just the Space Marine stuff, is because it's all being repackaged, right? As whatever they're calling this stuff, Legions of Imperialis. Right. So, may, I mean, I am hopeful that we will see Xenos at some point, and we'll get our Aeronautica stuff back. Um, Look, no one would be happier if that yeah. were the case. Mm. It's just that they chose, a, they specifically chose a branding that makes that unlikely and difficult. Well, I mean, so here's right. Th- this this stuff is Legions Imperialis, right? These are all old style tanks. Everything else, they say, okay, now we're gonna in two years. Okay, now we're gonna bring an alien, you know, Azinos and do other stuff. It could be, you know, Legions Imperialis, I don't know, 40,000 or something. I, I don't know what they would call it, but... Um, I mean, no, there's definitely possibilities. Like, they could yeah. just use the Legion thing as their the moniker and add any suffix they want after it, like... Legion Xenos. Legion Xenos, right? or yeah. Legion Crusades. And then they do, they do some Crusade stuff and just add, like, Eldar and Orcs and move on so bit by bit as they do go along. But... Anyways, I, I, they haven't done that for Titanicus, so I don't. It's the precedents aren't there to reassure me. 
I, I think part and of it I'm with really I mean, just sad because yeah. Aeronautic Imperialist was their best game. Yeah. Um, I think if they were doing this, I would I could see why they wouldn't do Xenos for Titan Legions yet. Like I said, hopefully in a couple of years we just get everything and then it all all comes together. Because um, I mean, even with Adeptus uh, Titanicus, we still have we have you can take demonic things, but there's no demonic looking models yet, right? You can you have to convert your own to get there. So it feels like they're kind of stuck in this like mid, like we were saying, right? Horse heresy. Like we haven't even gotten to late Horus Heresy where we start seeing mutated titans and stuff yet. So right. I I mean I'm I'm excited because I like this this scale and I like Epic is one of my favorite games. But it, uh, just like Horus Heresy, it could become stagnant pretty quick. And that's what I don't want to see. Yeah. Like I I. I the games of Epic I've played so far have been kind of lackluster. I'm hoping that this new version is a little bit more streamlined, a little bit better explained, considering how they've handled uh, Dark Ages, how they've handled 10th edition. I'm very optimistic that it will be. That being said, if they're going to create a really cool system with it, and then it's just going to putter out because of lack of variety and interest and end up like Titanicus or Aeronautic Imperialist, that's just a bummer. I don't want to see that. You know, and, and what I what I will tell you is that just like Epic today, um, because stuff is still being the fan community has taken over mm. Epic Armageddon and, and run with it, and there are plenty, even though they're not actual Necrons or Tau or Orcs, there are plenty of close enough bottles out there. That I'm sure there are even I mean, they're they're the aeronautica fan community is pretty good. Like they yeah. put together like chaos rules and yeah. and things oh, like yeah. that. Like they're 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 pretty all right. So I'm sure once the system comes out, there will be if people out there really wanted to rules for your your old epic or new models. Anyway, just so you can play your Xenos in the same game. Of course, it's always much better if it's an official release because then you get nice official models and everything. But well, especially considering a Games Workshop is getting more and more involved with the community, it becomes a little, a little more embarrassing to do the side stuff. Like it's not as as comfortable. You don't have access to a bunch of events. I mean, just look at the announcement that they made for White Dwarf. The next White Dwarf is going to have like this kind of global gaming club thing and that sounds very interesting I'm kind of Super. excited about it yeah i mean That's i haven't picked cool. up a white dwarf in a long time because i do not have time but i'm i'm curious this is this is something different i, I at least want to have a look at it yeah um but and that's the thing like if you if if i feel that to play epic in a way that's interesting to me i have to go to a third market pulling me away from that kind of community stuff it's just it's just not the right time. It's it's a bad time for it. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 my that's my complaining. I, I don't complain very often about Games Workshop, but this is this is one where ugh, fingers crossed you know what they're doing and uh that I, I do think the aeronautic imperialis is definitely a feels bad for the community in general just because it's again it's not 
oh, you know, in six months this is gone. It's, well, hey, if we don't have this, if we don't have any of this in stock in your country, uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you, man. Go buy it yeah. for three times the cost on eBay. Yeah. 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 It's, it is unfortunate. Such a good game. Such a good game. And I, yeah, I'm, hey, su- I'm surprised, well, I'm surprised that we didn't, you know, get chaos or anything like that. But, you know, I guess if they're, we'll see. It's, it's, we'll see. It, they had such a weird release for AI. Like the fact that they didn't give us Space Marines until like the third box set is so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. It was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully this is a one a good game and two um you know they do it at least for what they have planned right now they do it justice and Yeah. Hopefully the army that they're revealing at the end of the year will be exciting enough and not just, Hey, here's solar auxilia and plastic. Cause you know, we don't have that yet. That's probably it though. I know, but you know, we can always hope we can. So lots of, lots of, uh, good reveals of the not 40 K preview. Little dreadnoughts are still very cute. They're very cute. We Uh, do have a 40K preview coming up this Saturday. From the Ogrim. The Space Marine preview. Oh, I mean, it could be not Space Marine. It's going to be Space Marine. I thought the Tyranids were winning. I thought the Space Marines were winning. Did I just not read the chart correctly? You know what? Here's what I I expect to happen. It's going to be, well, the Space Marines won. Here's their their models. Oh, and here's the models for the runner-up. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> right. I yeah, I have a feeling that you're not incorrect. Like we're gonna get five models of the winner and one model of the loser, just because. Yeah. I've so what I've heard rumblings of is the word dominatrix for Tau uh, for Tyranids. I mean, that's not a hard guess because that's the wish list on it for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I whatever it is, I hope there is they finally get there. They're big boy. I want him to get a big boy. I want Shrikes to be back because I'm angry at the choices that you get for your unit to lead with the flying Turned Prime. Yeah. Um, as far as, I mean, I'm not too interested in whatever the space rooms may have to offer. Um, I'm sure there'll be another lieutenant in there. <laughs> there better be. Oh, speaking of... Uh, Maybe this edition is something else. Maybe this edition is not lieutenants. Captains. Haven't we done captains too? Like maybe this is going to be like something else. Librarians? I don't know. Yeah. We were, uh, we were, because there's so many different lieutenants, you -hmm. could, if you wanted to, using three of each data sheet, field an auto lieutenant army. (laughs) At 2,000 points, no problem. I want to fight that. Ah, <laughs> uh, I did fake box art about that. That's great. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, I'm sure, you know, whatever space room models they reveal, well, of course, I mean, they'll be cool. But yeah. I'd rather, I personally, I think just like you guys would rather see tier and stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, listen, I, I at the beginning of the show, I did talk about what I'm doing recently. So obviously, Tyranids are my jam. And if they're going, if there's going to be a, good, a big model like a Dominatrix, I have a vested interest in seeing that happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is, um, by the time you hear this, that preview will 
already have happened. Oh, I got to watch the preview in, in uh, real time when I was on my trip, so I didn't have to get up at, like, super early, which is fun. I I can't remember if I got up early, but I think I did. I don't know. I don't I remember. can't remember. I don't think it was super early. I think it was at, like, 9. Yeah, yeah, I think it was fine. Anyways. But that is uh, coming up very soon, and I'm sure whatever, whoever lost afterwards, we'll, we'll see the other side's models anyway, if not during the preview itself. Yeah, it's not like they're going to go, well, those guys lost, so we're tossing the molds away. <laughs> they're not getting new models. Yeah. Well, we know, you know, we know your codex is coming out in like a month, but we're not going to show anything. They're not going to do that. So, no, this is, is going to be an exciting preview regardless. Yeah. Always good to see what's what will be coming up with 40k, um, and we've got our roadmap for codices, and we've got a, a sort of a keyword update for the cards in at the end of the month. But then in fall we'll get more of a balance update, which will be great. Um, so balance updates every six months, which should be nice, and hopefully stay on top of what's going on in 40k. It is an exciting time to be a 40k player. Sure is. Yep, yep. Well, that's all we've got for today. You guys have anything else for the listeners out there? Not now, but it's Not good. Why? But go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I'm I'm excited that it's it's all it's all hobby all the time now. It's a good time to be in the hobby. It very much is. So um, I've been getting a lot of questions about the color choices and recipes I've been using on the Tyranids I had uh, mentioned in that uh, community article. So I'm thinking of doing a video where I paint one of my Tyranids. Once I get a cool Tyranid that I can paint, Games Workshop, hook me up, please. <laughs> <laughs> Death Leaper. So um, look out for that in the next month. But also one of the things I want to do is start a series of videos where I dive into my unfinished projects and just do the video about how I'm bringing old project, half-finished projects back to life to finish them and uh, how I handle that. I think that's going to be fun, at least for me. I don't know how it's going to be for other people. <laughs> nice. I've been trying to do videos for battle reports, and oof, it is not easy. Yeah. Tried to record my last game and the batteries on everything I had went out. So, yeah, games were long, man. Yeah. All right, I'm done. And those <laughs> videos can be found. Uh, YouTube.com slash Warhammer Workshop TV. He forgot the most important part. Yeah. That's okay. I'm bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, we will uh, talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Freebooters Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Freebooters Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Freebooters Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies. <laughs>